and welcome to the MCU News. On the wire today, we have news on more video games, awards eligibility, and a post credit scene as directed by George Lucas. With me is my co-anchor, Tyler Worland. <laughs> What's our first bit of news, Tyler? <laughs> All right. First, we've got a, uh, a story that can be seen as a follow-up to last week's uh, new news. Uh, the Avengers video game, as created by Square Enix, is it recently was uh, it had a patch delivered in anticipation of the Black Panther DLC that will be coming out in August. Um, however, that patch, which is supposed to fix things uh, with video games, it is now accidentally showing the IP addresses of streamers on their streams. So. Uh, People and as Wait. If, if you're familiar with IP addresses, which if you're using a computer, you you use an IP address. Um, IP addresses what? have they have. <laughs> it's like a disease. Everybody's got it. Um, IP addresses have very sensitive information tied to them, including your location, uh, you know, sites that you visit, like what device you are accessing the internet on. Yeah. So this is very, very big, um, very big no-no uh, that Square Enix has accidentally committed. Do you know what the real shocking news of this is to me? Is that people are still streaming the Avengers video game. I, I, think, it, I think it's people that are still <laughs> trying. They're like, I've got a corner of market, so I'm going to pick this thing that no one else is playing. Um, so, so, yeah, I, it's kind of like... People were are are already mad at this game, and now Square Enix gave them another reason to be mad. I I will say I realized the other day that um, Square Enix is actually they're the creators behind the Deus Ex um, video games, and those yeah Deus Ex they they were. Uh, they're, I know you're. I'm yeah, just they're like annoying. very, they're very cyberpunky and very like. I don't know. I don't know. You're almost like John Wick cyberpunk cop. It. I. I don't know how else to explain it, but it's the narrative's very Dude, good. John Wick cyberpunk is a. That's a actual game. cyberpunk 2077, which is uh, also yeah. another game that yeah. um, it was created and has people oh, mad know, at it. Yeah. So. Uh, at least, at least yeah. this video, video game games. isn't bricking oh, game consoles. So that's one thing it has going for it. <laughs> what other game news do we have? Loki is coming to Fortnite. What? Which makes me wonder if, say, in Avengers Endgame, when Thor is playing Fortnite, is he playing as his brother? Oh, it's very possible. That is that is very true. Well, uh, yeah. Can I use the Loki? Oh wait, never mind. That's Roblox. I was gonna say there's an In the Heights tie-in with Fortnite, but it's with Roblox. <laughs> I think the idea of there being a tie-in for In the Heights of any video game is very funny. So I was gonna be like, can I take Loki to visit the Heights? <laughs> That's <But> funny. Alas, <laughs> different games. I don't know. Let's be real here. I, I took a piece of video game news because Tyler had a piece of video game news, and we all know I don't know video games, and I don't understand this Fortnite thing. As long as I can have Loki do the loser dance, I'm good. Take the L, bro. <laughs> um, in other news, both Wong and Abomination have been confirmed by Kevin Feige for the Shang-Chi movie. Um, so I will say, Danny, props to you for pointing out that it was Abomination in the uh, trailer 
last week. Um, listeners, if you've not listened to our Ralph bonus episode, we cover the trailer. Yeah, I like the I like what they've done with Abomination. He now looks much more accurate to the comics, and I really like that. I did not realize that he had gills on his face, and then I looked. Yeah, now he yeah, does. I looked up his uh, comic book. Ten years. <laughs> it just took ten years. Uh, yeah, be interesting to see what. Wong and Abomination are both doing at this location. Yeah, because I, f- I feel like Abomination being like in a what looks to be like a black market-esque area where there's fights going on in the background, people are placing bets on. That makes sense. Wong really confuses yeah. me. So that's what I'm like, hmm, what's going on I'm here wondering. Why I'm wondering here? if they've not entered into the tournament that is supposed to be in Shang-Chi. But why would Wong? Do I don't that? know. I don't sense. know. That's the thing. Wong unless it doesn't seem to make unless it's sense. supported by your uh, theory of this movie being set during the five years of the blip. Be very yeah. cool. Very very cool. We, we get some superhero fight enough. club. <laughs> now, now it's time for my news, which is awards bait news because I love talking about awards season. But it's relevant. Is that the Directors Guild of America have changed their eligibility, their pandemic eligibility rules. Um, they're reverting back to the original rules, which is that a film has to have at least a week exclusive theatrical run to be eligible for their prizes at the end of the year. As of this is, a, I'm going to say the so they made this news, I believe, around the beginning of last week, which would be around like June 27, 28. I don't remember exactly when, uh, and it's like these. This takes effect as of June 15, 2021, and that really cracks me up. Uh, for a reason that's vaguely related to this podcast, but then I will relate it back to Marvel, which means that Luca is retroactively disqualified because it did not get an exclusive theatrical run from their animation prize, I believe. I think they have an animation prize. And the reason that's very funny to me is that I'm sure if they were aware of this, Disney would have found a way to put it at their like theater in LA a week before it came out on Disney Plus. So they did get ineligible, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh it's pretty funny to me that it just got disqualified because, yeah, <laughs> Disney. But the news here would be, not that I think it will be eligible anyway, I don't think it would make it anyway, is that Black Widow would thus be disqualified from its end-of-year prizes. Kate Shortland cannot win a Director's Guild or be nominated for the Director's Guild Award this year because it is not an exclusive theatrical run. It will be on uh, at home the day it premieres. Mm. So Black Widow is now disqualified from the Director's Guild. Yeah. It's also, you said it has more to do with, like, advertisement um, and uh, with why, like, Black Widow couldn't just cancel its dual release. You know what I mean? To make it eligible yeah. for that. Well, no, 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 no. That's actually not that big of an issue. If Disney wanted to say we're not doing a premier access release, they yeah. could. That's fine. Unless, except for, like, the pre-orders people have done. And they'd have to refund those pre-orders. Right. The issue I'm referring to there is actually what the DGA thing is more targeting it's not actually really targeting this disney stuff it's targeting warner brothers and their hbo max deal um because at the beginning of the year and at the end of last year when wonder woman came out they advertised that every 2021 movie would be available on hbo max this year and they the big thing is they included footage from dune the upcoming dune movie Mm. and Denis villeneuve who you saw a movie of a few weeks ago of arrival yeah obviously is if dune is good will probably be a pretty obvious nomination for best director because that's a big technical movie Mm -hmm. if it's a good movie right yeah but you cannot get a director's guild of america nomination which is kind of a big precursor to the oscar Mm. 
The Oscars have already said they're not adapting Directors Guild eligibility rules, but my point is this will probably turn us... People, a lot of people are still worried that Shang-Chi is going to go, like, premium acts, and I think stuff like this is very much designed to make you, the studios, be apprehensive of that. And I just think, for me personally, I'm like, yeah, target Warner Brothers, get Dune in theaters, get, without a, a HBO Max yeah. release, uh, Clint Eastwood, it's very funny you're being uh, deemed ineligible because of the HBO Max deal, stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's news, it's related to our podcast, because Black Widow is now disqualified. Yeah. In other news uh, related to Disney, well, Disney Plus, um, there will be a Loki Simpsons crossover event. The short will be called The Good, The Bart, and The Loki, and it will release on Disney Plus on July 7th. Um, the So maybe we'll talk about it in our next Loki recap. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I we'll think it'd be a it. good, good discussion. <laughs> the synopsis says... Uh, Loki is banished from Asgard once again and must face his toughest opponents yet, the Simpsons and Springfield's mightiest heroes. The god of mischief teams up with Bart Simpson in the ultimate crossover event, paying tribute to the Marvel Cinematic Universe of superheroes and villains. Um, you can see the... Uh, I love I love cross-promotion. Right, right. If you do want to look at the... Uh, Disney has put out some marketing materials... For this, um, it's basically a parody of the Avengers Endgame um, post uh, movie poster. Only the people have been replaced with uh, the people that we've all come to know and love in this multiverse of madness have all been replaced with Simpsons characters that are like what thirty eight years old now. The the shows the know. show's been going on for a super not, long time. I'm not a Simpson. <laughs> I'm not a Simpson. I don't know. <laughs> I've never. I'm, I'm not a Simpson. Who's that guy? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just is like this is cross promotion. Yeah, Good job, Disney. Yeah, You're in the Simpsons. Very I'm, proud of I'm you. Gonna, you want Marvel too? I'll be great. interested in like in seeing it, but it's not something that I'm necessary. Like I'm much more excited, obviously, for Black Widow coming out next week. And you probably know. honestly next week's Loki episode. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like next week's Loki. That's true. Episode. And, then, and then I'd be excited because I'll get the Loki episode first, and then I'll get Black Widow. And at some point, you get the Simpsons. At some point, in that I'll get the Simpsons. Yeah. So next week will be a packed Marvel-filled week. week. Yeah. So our next bit of news is is that um, Disney Plus is apparently sending out a survey to subscribers, saying asking if Luca was released in theaters, would you watch Luca in theaters, and would you be interested in a Luca sequel? And my answer to the first one is yes, and my answer to the second one is no. That's very important news for our Marvel podcast, don't you think? Yes, very, very good news. Um, uh, well, it directly correlates with our latest Green Room episode uh, that just went up on Thursday, July 1st. Go Luca. The, I'm a big the fan Luca of Luca. podcast, part two. A- yeah, well, I guess if we get a Luca sequel, we'll have to do the Luca podcast part yeah. three. And I'll just be like, ah, I can't believe they're making a Luca I don't, don't want to say, Actually, I don't want to put it in a box and say that it's a two-part series because this very well could turn into <laughs> a saga. What they give a Luca TV show and we are like, unfortunately, we now we have, now to, have cover to cover Luca this show weekly. Yes. What I will say about 
I just want to say one thing about this, which is that I think it's very funny, this idea that they have to pull people if they would want a sequel. Because first off, do we really think Pixar's going to be like, oh, we got this pullback that says people want a Lucas sequel, so now you got to make one. Right. Do you really think that's how this works? <laughs> and also, you know what would make it a really easy way to tell if the movie was liked enough to get a sequel? It would be looking at the box office grosses. <laughs> anyway, we can move on to actual Marvel. Yeah, movies. yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Black Panther Wakanda Forever has begun uh, production. But did you hear that Autumn Durald, cinematographer of Loki, will be cinematographing Wakanda Forever? I will definitely say that uh, Autumn Durald has proven herself with uh, her work on Loki. Yeah, she. I think she's done a pretty good job. I'm always curious when... I don't really know what her, te- her film credits are. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully it looks good. I... I don't know. We'll see. I'm very. I don't want to be like negative about it, but I stick by that. The only Marvel movie that has great cinematography is um, Thor Ragnarok. And the reason I say that, disappointingly, is that I think Ryan Coogler's other two movies look gorgeous, and Black Panther doesn't. Mm. So hopefully, Autumn Dural brings something that Black Panther one didn't. Yeah. Have. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah, if we're going to spend more time in Wakanda, um. Like definitely show that we're gonna you know, spend time in Wakanda forever. <laughs> show that show the city off, you know. Maybe she's doing it so she can come back and do the Wakanda show and have like a visual, you know, similarity. Mm-hmm. Also, can I just say I looked up Adam? I'm just looking up Adam Gerald's uh, IMDb filmography, yeah. and do you know what she shot? What's up? She shot Beastie Boy Story, which I still haven't hey, seen. Hey, she's also shot an ad for Booking.com <laughs> for her. All right. All right. Our last uh, bit of news, um, and this is the post-credit scene that was uh, seemingly edited in post by in mega post production by George Lucas. So not only did Disney buy Lucasfilm, but apparently they bought the attributes of George Lucas as well. They have went back to the uh, WandaVision post-credits to edit some trees that. Mind you, I've not seen any, like anyone say anything about the post credits about the trees. Bad. It's all been about like, oh, what's now, what's Wanda vision? Like, what's Wanda doing? Oh, that's so cool. What is she doing? What's she up to? We do have to acknowledge the reason it's gone viral on the internet, <laughs> uh, even though I think it's stupid and not actually news, is that people are convinced they see the astro production projection of Doctor Strange now going through this forest. However. Personally, when I look at this video, it literally looks like this person just has a glare on their laptop, and that is what is getting this prank to appear in the corner. And I just like I don't I don't really see it. I'm sorry. And even if it is, if they were gonna edit this in, wouldn't they make it be actually like like not like is that Doctor Strange's astral yeah. form? No, they would make it obvious if they were. Yeah, they would. Uh, my theory as to why they did the tree things that this is likely going to be a scene in Doctor Strange. In the multiverse of madness, or at least the location in it, and they probably want to match it so it is consistent with the upcoming movie. Yeah. Now that the film has been shot. So that's my guess. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. Well that that wraps up yeah. the news for this week. The news. All right. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye.